Yeah, so maybe you have something really weird that you do. It's cool. I do it too. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to the Love Myself podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm Brooke. And we have not done this for quite some time now. I think it's been three weeks since we last recorded. So I think we'll just roll right into like our monthly update. Life is the same. I guess we're on like day. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of why we, because like what have we been doing? <laughs> yeah, we've had nothing to talk about. Literally, I, I feel like I keep telling you that I feel like I'm just waking up and living the same day over and over, like as if I were in some sci-fi movie. It's like a movie. It really is. I and have more drama in my house with like, you know, my whole family being home for like two weeks there um because we all had coronavirus but right which I don't know if I just I don't know if we said on the last episode I know I definitely talked about getting it I think that was our last episode sorry I'm pulling up my running log because I'm trying to you know I'm gonna have to reference that later you gotta get that ready beforehand girl I know but I was eating a cookie I actually just had a cookie um I never had well I think I've had these before but not homemade my boyfriend's mom has been making these almond cookies and i guess like they're supposed to be like i guess the pignoli cookies like the italian cookies but we did them or his mom did them without the pignoli nuts right so they're just almond cookies but they're really good i'm loving well, them. almond cookie to me sounds annoying um why does that sound annoying <laughs> because it's like it's so it's made with i think just like almond flour almond no, extract and no, some other stuff no don't what do you mean, it. no? Don't ruin a good cookie. Like, don't fucking ruin it. It's good. Sorry, I don't believe it's it. It's supposed to be cooked that way. It's Here's not like a healthy cookie. Like, it's like, that's what it's Here's supposed to be. my favorite cookie. A Chips Ahoy cookie, but one that has chips been Ahoy? out all night. What? It's soft, and it's so good. Do you want to know what I had? So, last week, I went home for Mother's Day. I saw my mom for the first time in, like, a month and a half. It was emotional. Um, but so when I went home, what I forgot was there the last time I was home, which was in the middle of March, was peeps that I had opened. So when I got home a month and a half later, they they were super stale and perfect. Wait, so like what happens to the consistency of peeps when they get stale? Do they get softer? No, they get harder. Ew. But they're good. Ew, no. See, the Chips Ahoy cookie gets soft. Well, yeah, it has nothing to do with the Chips Ahoy cookie. I was just thinking about how I just no, I, know, I don't have them often. The reason why the Chips Ahoy cookie stale is better is because it gets nice and soft and it's oh. really good. While we're talking about other cookies that we've had on this health and fitness podcast, I ordered off Amazon. Um, well, also, just one of my favorite cookies, Oreos with peanut butter on it. Gross. Like, like real peanut butter. Um, shout out to my favorite movie, The Parent Trap. Anyway. Um, so I ordered oatmeal cookie or oatmeal cream pies and I had one today after my eight mile run. Felt like I deserved it. They're really bad for you. Have a lot of carbs are made with like probably high fructose corn syrup. Um, but they're very nostalgic to me, um, because we had them in elementary school on the dessert line, you know, which ones? The oatmeal cream pies. Look them up. Wow. It's just like two oatmeal cookies and there's like a cream in the middle. The cookies that we had in high school were banging. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In high school, we had the Oder Spunkermeyer cookies. That's oh, what they were. Yeah. They were so soft. And the M&M ones. 
Yeah. Which on a good day, those were so amazing. I know. I feel like that was like part of my usual diet in high school and middle school. In middle school, I used to buy either – in middle school, I used to buy a Snapple or water, two cookies, and Cheez-Its. Wow. (laughs) Every day. It's just so ridiculous. What is that noise? The sophomore year, I was – trying to be anorexic so I which is so unhealthy and you know I'm just saying I'm passing it's a lot to unpack but I but I would have you know those sandwich thins yeah yeah I would literally put like a slice of turkey between the sandwich thins and bring an apple and I was eating like garbage with no nutritional value yeah well two kinds of people Oh, and that's why oh, oh. we looked how we looked in high school. And that's why we're here. That's probably why we're here. I know. I don't know how we got onto just cookies. Because um, I said I was eating this because you were yelling at me for cooking. Oh, right. But yeah, life's the same. I'm still on furlough. I bought a bike. Okay. That's huge. I'm loving it. Um, I feel like I've gone on quite a few bike rides since I got it. And it's really hard to go uphill. Yeah, biking is a a whole different animal. Well, when I was a kid, though, I feel like we used to bike all the time, and I never felt like it was hard. All day, all day. You like we used I'm to bike to, literally everywhere. And Schmidt, like he says that all the time. All day. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sorry, but it's like I am. My personality is now the TV shows I'm watching. Like something. I can't. I don't have anything else. So I'm just I know you've there. like had such limited social interaction that like you think they're your friends now, right? Is that how you feel? Yeah, and I forget that like that's not real social interaction. So I'm gonna go out of this quarantine like <laughs> being like all day. <laughs> okay, well, update us. How have you been since recovering from Corona? Um. Uh, well, I don't feel like I didn't. I guess I said this on the last when I on the last episode when I had it and it was closer to when I got tested. Like I don't feel any real symptoms day to day at all. However, my running still is not good in the slightest. Like I had to run on Saturday. I tried to do six miles. I had to stop after pretty much every mile so that I could let my heart rate go down. But it was still at an average of one eighty seven the entire run. Um, and it's like, it, it's like really getting to me with how long this is lasting and how long this, and how long this is taking for it to go away because mm-hmm. I just want to go back to being able to like jog again, like right. without feeling like I'm having a heart attack basically. And it's making me not want to run because it's just so difficult to do so that even like the shortest runs are such a struggle that it's like it doesn't even feel like it's fun for me anymore. Have you um, been trying to incorporate some other workouts? Oh, like yeah, maybe lower intensity? Days a week. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been going on like fifteen mile bike rides. I've been like and And how's your like is your heart rate better on those? Yeah, it's completely fine. It stays well, it, it probably should be lower, but it never gets too high because I'm not doing anything with like really high impact you know, like, I'm not really, like, pushing myself super hard. I'm not using my whole body when I'm biking. So it usually sits at, like, 140, 150, which still is probably a little bit high. It should probably be around, like, 130 because I don't feel that I should be, like, 
really in like the cardio zone, but I guess I am. Um, but it's bearable. Like it's a thing I can do. I could do it for an hour. Like I used to go out and run for an hour. I can at least go out and bike for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started doing like Kayla workouts. Kayla. We never know how to say her name. Yeah, but you know what I mean. The beach body, like, uh, <laughs> I can't say her name. I don't understand. Whatever. I don't want to mess it up. But anyway, everybody knows who she is by now. It's like I know. It's just gonna be Kayla, and yeah. So I was, I like started doing those. Like, you know what? Like, sure, half an hour. I'll do that in a bike ride every day. I've been doing so. I've just been so extra with working out. It's kind of been fun because I've been enjoying it, and I saw, I found a new like, um. Thing I want to add like a circuit workout kind of and I just got resistance bands um I actually <laughs> I actually broke an iced tea jug today <laughs> um, <'cause I> didn't <laughs> how did you do that <laughs> it was giant gallons of uh Arizona iced teas yes oh. that you work out with and do squats with yes yeah, I do squats with those and I do like lunges and um anything that, that needs even if it doesn't need a weight I just add an iced tea gallon um but I was doing like tricep this day. I tried to put it on my on my lap, and it fell over. And I like didn't realize like the bottom cracked, so it's like sitting there on the ground. And I'm like, why does the ground look wet? <laughs> oh. it started leaking from the bottom. But luckily, we drink so much iced tea in this house that we had another empty one that I was using. Because I I'd be just using like the old ones and filling them up with water once my dad's done with them. Mm. Um. So I had like an empty one, so I poured it into there with like a funnel, and it was really funny. I was like, I'd hold it upside down. I was like, "Hey, mom, can you hold this for a second? I broke it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to run around every day. It helps. Like, it helps me fall asleep at night. Um, it helps me stay sane, and I and it helps me like eat better too because I'm more motivated to do that. Right. And I've been enjoying it. I mean. Maybe I'll get some upper body strength. Maybe I'll be able to whip out some push-ups later on in life. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, we do uh, have a topic to get into today for the first time ever um, or just in a while. But is there anything else you want to update us on? That's really it. Like that with working out has just changed everything. That's it. Okay. Well, hopefully like things start getting easier. I mean – I feel like obviously you don't know that many people like who've had it and like there's not that much research on like when it's going to be okay to like (laughs) go back to running again. Um, You can't just Google that. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping like biking, I don't like that'll help me like not lose as much momentum as I had going. Right. I just feel like, I mean, I just hope that you're staying positive and knowing that like, there's nothing you're doing wrong (laughs) you know and like there's nothing you can do other than just you know to just keep trying and try to stay within your means yeah (laughs) and not push yourself too hard that's my like that's my issue that's my like I know that's why I feel like it's like uh, me saying that I don't know if it gets through no, that's, <laughs> that's the thing too. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I can't stop. Like, I don't want to stop. 
So I just keep going, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I can't actually do this. <laughs> Sorry. It's not, it's not good. Like, listen. Well, we've all been there where, you know, we've kind of had some things that we're a little too focused on or um I I don't I don't I I really am trying somehow in my head to plan my segue into the topic but it's not working out so (laughs) um I was trying to make it make sense but whatever but podcast history here we go mental health okay yeah there we go um but yeah so i mean obviously we've talked about mental health before it's something that like we think is really important to talk about we did a whole episode i think it was our third episode where we talked a lot about like anxiety and you know kind of our own journeys with mental health and so if you want to go back and listen to that the audio quality is probably way worse than this is so um but (laughs) give it a listen there's some good stuff in there um but yeah may is mental health awareness month so i think for whoever listens to this it's important to raise awareness and you know um provide support for anyone that needs and education and um fight the stigma that is often against mental health what do you have any initial thoughts on it i had another panic attack last week we talk about (laughs) okay yeah what why did that happen um uh because i don't address anxious thoughts in the moment because a, who wants to, and B, like, I also don't think I have, like, a very good outlet. I mean, I have, like, running, obviously, but sometimes I'm not always, like, addressing thoughts when I'm on a run. I'm just, like, you know, <laughs> suppressing them with endorphins. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, um, but, yeah, like, I I have, like, really weird, <laughs> I texted you, and it's actually a funny text, like, I keep thinking I'm in like a government simulation. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So, so long story short, like I obviously being in quarantine gives me really anxious thoughts. Like, you know, the leader of the free world is currently okaying bleach as a soft drink. Like, we're not, you know, we're we're in chaotic times, and I think like during the day when I see things politically or like just things that have to do with or I realize like oh yeah I'm not gonna get to go to the bar with my friends this summer instead um and I see things from last summer and I remember like you know I, yeah I just have like an anxious thought here or there I don't really like let it kind of happen I'm just like you know pushing it away I have to work during the day like I'm not trying to be like all emotional at like 11 p.m on a Tuesday or 11 a.m on a Tuesday so I think I was like relaxing the other night and I think when that happened like the floodgates kind of opened up and it all like I it was so funny too because I was sitting up in my bed and I I I it's crazy because like it's like I start thinking the thoughts like the, I start having anxious thoughts and it's like a spiraling effect where like if I don't if I like let them happen and I I just keep letting them happen then like it gets to a point where it's almost like a sleeping feeling of like oh shit here we go <laughs> it's happening like um it kind of gets away from it kind of got away from me and I remember I was like sitting here and my heart started beating like it's like hamster beating where it's like it's like, it's, like so fast and I was like uh-oh so I like tried to stand up I was like, because I also read after my last one, I was like, oh, it helps to like put your feet on the ground. So I was like, 
surrounding you. And I was like, oh, that's not going to work. And so I stood up and I went and I laid right back down. Um, and I got in like the fetal position and I called my friend and she like talked me off the ledge basically. Cause I knew that that's kind of what I had to do. Like I had to just kind of like vocalize all the crazy shit I've been thinking, like I'm in a government simulation. Um, like I just had to say them to be like, well, like what if it doesn't get better? Like what if it, what if like, you know, like I had to just like throw out all the scenarios that have gone mm-hmm. ahead, like the most ridiculous ones, just to hear out loud, like, no, like that's probably not gonna happen. Like you're fine. Like, you know, um, but like, cause that's my that was my one big thing, like anxiety of like, what if it doesn't go back to normal, or like, what if we fast right. forward five years and this is still a shit show? Because there's mm-hmm. so much wrong right now, like. So much well, I think what I just want to focus on, like what you did and why that's really important, like to to let it out. I mean, I feel like that seems like such an obvious thing, and what people say all the time, like let your emotions out, let your feelings out. But like that's why people journal, that's why people talk to yeah. friends, that's why people t- talk to a therapist. Like when things live inside your head and like manifest there and like become this own thing inside like when you let it out one yeah hearing it is kind of a different thing it lets you process it a little bit differently when you actually like hear the words coming out it makes you one realize maybe what I'm saying you know is or isn't logical and like and just talking it back with somebody like and part of it is having an overactive imagination like I'm imagining these scenarios and then but because things are so chaotic right now it's like well that can't not like it couldn't happen like it could like I mean this happened so I think like when I don't yeah right like I don't journal those thoughts out and like they fester and they get like to a point where I'm like wait is that something that could like actually happen and I'm not telling anyone about it I'm not and so what the other thing that helped was obviously like I think it happened at like 10 30 at night so I called my friend and she was very nice to stay on the phone with me but it was a weeknight and like obviously she had to go to sleep so afterwards I was still having thoughts I had calmed down a lot but I just started like typing out a a google doc and like I'm not gonna go read it because it's probably the most (laughs) thing ever but like it just helped because it felt like like the the thought when I when I like came up in my head didn't just go back into the spiral again it like left my head if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um and then it then at certain point you just feel more calm and you're better so it was a ride but it's I actually felt so like the next day I was like this is great like I know sometimes it's just such a like release to let all that out I felt so good I was like and that's why you should do it more often you know I texted my mom no no that's why you should let the feelings out more often before it gets to that point yeah, I told my mom, and I said, like, Mom, I had a panic attack, and it was, like, the best. And she was like, wait, what do you mean? I was like, well, no, because, like, it wasn't the best when it was happening. It was terrible when it was happening. But, but afterwards, I felt great. Right. Usually, well, I mean, usually some people don't, but. Yeah. And I didn't have to the last, the first, the first one I had, I felt, like, really weird. But this one, because I think because I knew why it was happening, or I had a reason why. Maybe that wasn't exactly why, but like I had a reason why. I think it's easier to like accept it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I mean I'm still figuring it out too. So I don't have a ton of like advice, but I mean if I could just say like this, I I just have things that I know help me. Well, 
Before we get to that, mm-hmm. just want to quickly throw out some facts, I guess, if anyone like genuinely. I feel like at this point, like people know obviously like what mental health and mental illness is, but what people might not know is that one in five people will experience mental illness during their lifetime. I mean, the number comes from Mental Health America is where I got it from. Right. Um, I feel like I don't know if that's like an under reported thing um because not a lot of people seek help for mental illness you know what I mean so that's one thing the other thing is that I found interesting and people might know this um suicide is the second leading cause of death among people age 10 to 34 the first being accidents like car accidents the most common mental illnesses I feel like that people think of are like post-traumatic stress disorder or anxiety disorder bipolar disorder um and then there's things like schizophrenia I mean Eating disorders count as that. Addiction, um, obsessive compulsive disorders. I feel like those are the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I think is important about like Mental Health Awareness Month is like you don't need a mental illness to be concerned about like your own mental health and to experience oh, yeah. anxiety and depression. And something that I posted today on our Instagram, I made like a little post about mental health and awareness and like. I'm curious if when you read my post, if you thought of anything like I know now looking back when I was a kid that there was a lot of times that I was anxious and didn't really know that that's what it was. Did you feel like you experienced that at all as a kid? Um, I don't really think so. And the thing is, is because I think I like expressed myself differently when I was a kid. And it's, it's such a weird thing. Well, I I think I had more issues with, like, I think I had mental health issues regarding, like, what I was saying before making a joke of, but it's not funny, like, how I literally used to starve myself just for fun, like, not just for fun, but because I, like, just really hated the way I looked, like, so, so, so much, and, like, I I would literally think about it constantly, and, like, I, you, I mean, did you say it in your post, or did you say it to me recently about being on Tumblr, and, like, no, well, I think we did talk about it, but I, I mentioned Tumblr in my post that that's yeah. like kind of the first time I I really heard about like mental illness and mental and health I, and I stuff. I definitely never, like, I never thought anything, like, I never thought I would have anxiety, really. I knew I, I mean, I never thought my anxiety, I don't think I had a ton of anxiety when I was a kid, but I think I was over obsessive about certain things, and I think as an adult, I know how to manage at least my body image better. To an extent, I'm still, like, it's not easy. Um, But I think anxiety has just gotten a little bit worse, but I think it's because I don't have an outlet as an adult as much anymore as I used to. Um, Because I never got it in college, and I was under, like, a lot of stress in college. Um, But I think it was because I was, like, I was writing, and I was reading, and I was, like, you know, immersing myself in this creative world, and I just think, like, I have a lack of that over the last, like, two or three years, because I've been, like, I mean, at least when I remember being in, like, a sales job, and that was the only thing that took over my brain, and, like, that was when I started getting, like, really anxious. Right. I actually, I I think that's common, and I... I have a few friends that over the course of like us starting this podcast that I've talked about and like even family members that have said that they've experienced, you know, anxiety 
as an adult, like having stressful jobs. Yeah. Like I remember talking to someone in my family about it and they said, you know, I've never experienced this before, but like all of a sudden mm-hmm. I felt like myself getting nervous at, you know, at work and like my heart was sweating and like, I was like, yeah. what the hell is going on? You know what I mean? Like you got kind of, kind of confused. And, and, and if you've never experienced like a panic attack or an anxiety attack before, and I was talking to my one friend about it the other day, just that this pandemic has kind of brought it on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. it's, and I've talked to my mom about it, that it's like kind of scary. You know, you're walking into a grocery store and store and everybody's wearing a mask around you. Like in yeah. what, since when is that the, the reality? You know what I mean? So I feel like that yeah. can cause you anxiety. It can cause you anxiety if you're worried about anyone in your family or, or, or yourself, you know, and there's so much that I've been hearing like on different podcasts and just news articles like that I've seen on Facebook, how people are really worried about what this is going to mean for like us socially after this and how it's affecting people's mental health. And like, yeah, when people are quarantined for this long and then you let us out, what's, what's going to happen? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I, I know. And I think, um, it's important what you said earlier about like, just because you don't, just because you don't have like panic disorder or bipolar, like you, you can still have really severe mental health like issues still, and they could just be, you know, just general anxiety and like maybe it's situational, like you know, because that's the thing is like sometimes it's like people have this issue they deal with it their whole lives, like it's kind of their temperament or, or something. Um, and it's something that they feel they can't control, but then there's other people where it's just, it's situational. There's situational depression and like clinical depression. I'm like, that's commonly what that's called. And I'm, I mean, I bet it's the same with like anxiety is kind of the same in this situation. And, um, but yeah, I think both in both situations, you need to take care of yourself in those days just because it's not chronic, you know? we still need to focus on that. And, and I mean, everyone gets stressed and, and everyone yeah. feels anxious and something interesting that I did find when I was looking on the mental health America website, which, like I said, I just got like some statistics from there, but they actually have this mental health toolkit that you can download. If you're like interested, it just has a lot of different information on like what you can do to spread awareness and stuff like that. Um, and also they have a mental health screening and for the month of May for the mental health awareness month, they're doing like they have a goal to reach a million screens during the month of May. So if you're interested, you should look up mental health America. Cause I think that's a really cool goal. Yeah. I was going to say on a smaller scale, even just like reaching out to your friends. And if you have had like, issues maybe if you feel comfortable enough like talking about them because like I don't know you could not even know it but one of your friends could be going through the same exact thing and it's like sometimes I think with I think in the beginning like with the first panic attack I had I felt literally crazy I was like I am the crazy person now like who is this and you kind of like because it's we have to have a month mental health awareness month like because People don't talk about it. Um, I can't hear you. People don't talk about it. So, (laughs) sorry. Um, Yeah, like people don't talk about it as much, but maybe, you know, with something, with with kind of the whole world going through something somewhat traumatic all at once, it might maybe change the tide for something like this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, Starts here for us and with people kind of just vocalizing what they've been through and 
letting people know like it's okay to not be totally good in the head all the time yeah I also want to take a quick second just to talk about therapy I feel like that's something that also has a huge stigma around it and that people either one think that therapy equals like white rooms um or that it means you're crazy or something else but there's nothing like the relationship that you have with a therapist like yeah. in no other time is there someone that's so objectively there to listen to you to help you to guide you through things like there's just nothing like that and like why and like sometimes don't you just want to like let it out and feel validated without bothering somebody like it I see things all the time that like your boyfriend's not your therapist your friend's not your therapist like whatever like it's cool to talk to your friends but like I get it you know Um, (laughs) so I just think that's like it's like a super cool relationship to have like why wouldn't you like that's not something you can have unless you pay them yeah well that's kind of part of it I think it's like also um because I've heard stories, so I don't go to therapy, so I can kind of give you maybe like a counter argument to that. Not that I have anything against going there. I just, this is the reasons why probably I haven't. One, I think I have like only real like spurts of anxiety. And at this point, like I, I have a lot of thoughts where I could definitely be sharing them. I know that, but I never, it's never been like enough for me to feel like I've needed to reach But out. like that's that's like something enough in itself that bothers me that like you don't need to go with a like you don't need a problem to go that's what I'm saying is like a counter argument to that it's like I think people think that they like it's on a need basis like you know well yeah this is me telling you it's not talk to I don't know you know so and also like it's I'm lazy (laughs) (laughs) fair I am and I text my friends instead of with my problems because they're Sorry, guys. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's so many other things you can do. I mean, before I had sought out therapy last year, which, again, like, if you're interested in hearing more about that, listen to our third episode. Um, But before I did that, like, I bought – like, there's so many books and, like, workbooks that I did um, that can help you. I mean, journaling. Like, you can read all about cognitive behavioral therapy, and that's something I use, like, now all the time just to give like a quick I guess overview of what that is cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT is the most common treatment probably other than like psychotherapy which is just like talk therapy just therapists um for like anxiety and depression and um like a lot of other mental disorders but anyway basically the idea is just that you're changing your self-destructive thoughts to and replacing them with other thoughts so an example is that by using cognitive behavioral therapy you're recognizing that when you say I can't do anything right and like changing that thought to like I can do this most of the time based on my prior experiences like you know what I mean like sometimes like when you're at work and you're like oh I can't do anything right because like you made two mistakes that day but you've been working this job for a year you've done plenty of other good things like you know what I mean like you have to like remind yourself of all the other things that you've done like that you've submitted on time yeah when you think oh there's no way I'm gonna get this done on time like think about all the other times that you had a deadline and other stuff going on and you still did it no matter what like you know what I mean like you have to take a step back and like just I mean pretty much be more rational about stuff some stuff that's helped me with that is and some general ideas that you'll get if you read about cognitive behavioral therapy is like naming your critic in your head like Mm -hmm. that voice in your head that tells you all the bad things that you're doing 
<laughs> and like just telling them like shut up sammy or sally or whatever you want to name them name them your ex-boyfriend i don't know name them the girl that you still don't like from the sixth grade because she like i don't know whatever i don't know your issues but like (laughs) but like pretty much like saying like naming it is an easy way to be like separating yourself from the thought and being like you're being ridiculous you know samantha yeah like talking to it like a a different person because it is just a thought in your head it's not reality it's not anything else but like a thought yeah (laughs) that's all it is um and some other things that help me are just like kind of affirmations like i mean for me i talk about anxiety a lot um even though that's not the only like mental illness illness but like that's what i experience but so like saying um one of my affirmations i say a lot is i won't waste ten thousand days to be right a few and like i won't waste every day in the car worrying about getting in a car accident when like the odds are that that's not gonna happen every day you know what I mean like things like that and and kind of like keeping your expectations in line with reality but I definitely encourage anybody who like deals with any of these issues to like look more into that um and then there's like LSD which is also a treatment (laughs) I know dude oh my god no I can't I would self-sabotage that's who I am (laughs) <laughs> like if I no I'm saying if I ever did LSD I would oh, oh oh yeah no that's my fear too that's my that's I'm that's sure for sure my fear I'm manifesting it as we speak like it's just gonna happen so no I know but that's so funny I know um, same same vibe but that's why they like you got to do it like like there's like controlled like tests and stuff yeah. to do that well, which like I'm interested in if there's any, any doctors that need anybody for trials that's a documentary about it and yeah famous people talking about like the time they did psychedelic drugs oh also, wait yeah, yeah yeah i started watching it yeah on netflix sam harris um particular episode drugs in the meaning of life he talks a lot about psychedelic drugs he also like one day he was just like this guy's like a genius one day he was just like yeah you know i hope my daughter is like you know at least gets to experience that once in her life like something along like that line i was like yeah like i'm cool because <laughs> <laughs> and he's like in a controlled environment you know in a very safe place and you know, because he's an advocate for it, because he's, and he, like, studies, like, neuroscience, and, or, I don't know if he studies it, but he, he's just a freaking genius, I don't understand, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think, like, another thing that's going on right now with, with people and, like, their mental state is, like, I think with all the stuff that we can't do anymore, and, like, kind of having our social lives pulled out from under us, I think, for me at least I've had to kind of like redefine what makes me happy right so I've had to like kind of really like focus on that and be like well because I used to look forward to the weekends and like seeing my friends and going out in the city and going to the bars and like dancing around and seeing you guys having sleepovers like but that's literally all gone. Like, that was everything I looked forward to. I had a packed calendar. And now with all of that gone, it's like, and for people, it was it was something different. Like, my friends were teachers. That was the thing they loved to do. And it's gone. Like, I mean, a lot of the things that used to make us happy before, I think, um, are, are gone. And even the smallest things, like for me, hitting people on the subway, loved that. You know, just all the stuff, little things too. And I, I, um... I, I think it's been such an interesting like mental shift. I mean, I've had it in the last week where I've kind of just had last couple of weeks where I've kind of just had to like spend my time or at least just be more 
like aware of how I'm spending my time because at first I was like oh yeah I'm gonna sit on Instagram forever but that just <laughs> drove me insane after like two days yeah it's definitely a readjustment even like the zoom calls I really don't like them no do <laughs> Like they're kind of like, it's just like, yeah, it's not really, I hate. I mean, I know that I'm not doing anything else, but like, I don't really care to like sit at the screen (laughs) and like try to listen to everyone talk at the same time. Watch Netflix. It's horrible. I love my friends so much. Well, that's, well, that's the thing. Like I've kind of had to readjust because like, okay, it's the only way I guess that like I'm like, I'm hanging out with my friends. Call feeling worse. No, and like we had one last night and it was so nice. Oh yeah. But no, it didn't work out (laughs) at all we planned. We spent an hour and a half trying to set up like a way to watch I have a movie, I have Little Women on Prime Video and um on Amazon and I wanted everyone to be able to watch it. It was a fucking disaster. It was a disaster. (laughs) No joke. We literally got on at seven and we gave up at like eight forty five. Well, no, no, no. The best part was like eventually we kind of got it. Not really how we wanted, but whatever. We got it. And then <laughs> it was like, I get like a chat. Anyone notice that the Zoom call is ending in 12 minutes? <laughs> no, literally. No joke. This was like an escape room because it was like one thing after the other. <laughs> and everyone, like everyone, every five minutes was like, no, I got it. No, this time I got it. I swear I got it. And then it was like, the sound doesn't work. And then it was like too many screens. Literally, this thing only course hosted four screens at once. We had five. Like it was <laughs> I know. And then it was like we couldn't get that video the webcams working. So we we're like, okay, we're gonna watch it without us being able and to see each sound. other. But then <laughs> And one of my friends had to restart her whole computer. She finally got the sound and the sound wasn't working, then the captions weren't showing up. The captions always Because <laughs> yeah, and the captions were important because we were just gonna deal with the fact that the audio wasn't great and the video was lagging. We were just and gonna deal with it. And then the Zoom call was ending. <laughs> oh yeah, and then that was the last thing. It was like five minutes left in your Zoom call. So we all like really sadly watched the first five minutes and Cassie was like, Oh my god, I really like this already. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. I really wanted to watch it when we hung up, but I I didn't. I'm very excited. Yeah, and then everyone was like, "Well, don't." It was like blue balls. Like that's what I experienced. It literally was. It was so (laughs) not that I know what that is like. What that feels like, but if I can imagine what any of that feels like, that's probably it. Also, like the the opening scene is the best because you're like. Oh, I know shit. it like really brought like it was like especially after reading the book like that was like like kind of like, everything and then like, oh okay so we've got Amy and we've got wait are we in the future you're like so you're like oh my god but I love this but <laughs> you're like but where's the childhood you know and then it's oh my god I I love he, that movie more than anything <sighs> in the entire world yeah. yep and we all like half of us posted Snapchat stories like watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> and no one will know except Nick Price that no that we didn't watch it because Nick Price is our only listener. Shout out Nick Price. Hey, my mom listens. Just kidding, your mom too. And my Sorry. dad, I think. Someone's gonna be like, You didn't say my name. Yeah. Who is it? I'm your most loyal listener. No, you're not. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, what are your future plans, Brooke? Unless you have anything more. I mean, like, I don't I mean, like, I had so many notes, but then, like, I mean, they're pretty basic. Like, if you guys, I mean, you guys can go to Google it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the Mental Health America website and download the toolkit. And pretty much that has everything I would have said. 
and they probably did way more research than I did. So, well, no, I'm just kidding. But I do want to spread awareness. I do think it's important. If you want to talk about it, comment on my Instagram post. I will go back and forth with you. I would love to talk about it. I was a psychology major. I love this crap. Like, love it. Love it, love it, love it. My favorite class in undergrad was a class, a clinical psychology. It was, like, all about mental illnesses. It kind of made me feel like I had a lot of mental illnesses. I kind of do. But, like, the main thing was, like, the OCD. I was, like, I was, I remember reading about it. And because this is a weird thing that I had. And it was, like, kind of bad for a weird period of my, like, teenage years. Well, I'll talk about that. But, no. Um, (laughs) Um. No, I used to really not like things like when I in high school, I used to unplug every single thing in my room at night. Okay. And I still now really, I don't really like to charge my phone overnight. Yeah, the anxiety because isn't like OCD when you're doing things that like don't really make sense or like ritualistic and like they're not, they're nonsensical almost. They're like you have to touch the doorknob before you go to sleep or something. You well, know I, mean? I mean, OCD though, I mean, I guess it's, it's still anxiety. Like, I guess like. You're, you're right but I mean it still could be like you know forgetting to you know being so worried I guess it is anxiety I don't know but I was thinking about like being worried about turning off like the, you know no, the stove but, but like okay but that's so fair to like read something like that and think oh shit because our minds are so complicated and they're they're, they're so there's so much in them right I mean I just want to yeah I, I mean it's it becomes an illness or a disorder when something like affects your daily life like if you can't yeah. go to work because you're well, so nervous about that burner yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, everyone's worried about the straightener a little, you know, like, did I turn it off? But like, if you like have to go home and check on it at work, like, that's like, you know, maybe talk to somebody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, unless you left it on, then like valid. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should have been worried. You well, did forget. Like when, you're, when you can't stop yourself from like, fully convincing yourself that you need to go home. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. When you yeah. don't have that control over that anymore. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't take it back. Like yeah yeah but i still yeah so i still don't like when things are plugged in and my boyfriend thinks it's kind of weird but if you guys are like that let me know i'm not like that at all let it let it catch fire like um oh my god no yeah like it really freaks me out like if i'm like if i'm at a restaurant or like anywhere or like at work where i see like a plug that's not fully in the wall holy crap i'm like a fire's gonna happen wow fire's gonna happen you hate the side of my bed like, because my <laughs> is just wires. Oh my god, no! Oh, if I could compare it, if I could compare it to something that you're you're gonna understand. And shout out to our Harry Potter listeners, it's the devil snare of wires. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get through. That's it. my pet peeve. And everything no. something. Yeah, no, I really hate that stuff. Like, I don't know why that stuff gets to me. It really, it really well, does. Well, one thing that was like really eye-opening for me once that I heard, and I think it helped me in understanding when I get a panic attack that like I'm fully in control of it, and like it's okay that like my body is having this reaction and to just like let it happen. Is I did because after my first panic attack, I did a ton of research. I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And how do I deal with it if it comes back again? Because um, I didn't trust myself not to have it come back again. And <laughs> some this guy was like, well, you know, like a panic attack is like a physical reaction. Like you are actually doing that. You're you're allowing your thoughts to get to a point where your body is having this reaction. He's like, you can cause a panic attack right now. Yeah. Like start heavily breathing. And he started like heavily breathing. He's like, my heart rate is up. He's like, if I keep going, I can send myself into a panic attack. I was like, 
Well, that actually used to a couple times for me. I've started. I've gotten panic attacks yeah, while I'm exercising. I don't know. Well, while exercising because it gets me like if I start thinking things and then my heart rate is already up and like then I like I kind of easily resort back to like being in panic attack and then I have a panic attack. Well, so sometimes for me, like like I said, with the thoughts, like I have them and I start to feel myself getting worked up. But like there's been so many times where I've been able to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, so, some something that you said that I want to address um, is that like you're like, I don't you know, I don't want to feel that again. And I get that. But something that's helped me, especially just like days where I felt like kind of depressed, like in this pandemic or just like times that I feel anxious, like I it, for me, accepting that I'm going to feel this. And like it's yeah. gonna happen, yeah. makes it easier yeah. to get through. Well, I think that's I know, like I've done this before. I've done this yeah. before. I've made it through on the other side, and like totally. that makes it easier and to get that, through. That's why I think I was able to like have a positive, like feeling after this last one because I I literally said I called Danielle. I was like, hey, like I'm, <laughs> I'm freaking out. out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm in a panic and I was like, we're going to be fine, but, like, I just got to ask you a couple questions. <laughs> and eventually, like, it's one of those things, too, where I feel myself because, like, what also helps is, like, talking about, obviously, like, something completely different. I remember when um, I had a first one, I was like, tell me about your day. Like, what did you have for breakfast? Like, what did you – and I would start to do that, and then the questions would would go back to more, like, you know, anxiety questions of like, yeah, but like, well, when am I going to see you again? And then, and like slowly and slowly we started to have like a real conversation where I wasn't doing that. And that's when like, I was able to get off the phone and kind of just finish blurting out everything in a Google doc somewhere. (laughs) But yeah, I think it, I mean, obviously like, I just like to, when I'm in it, think of like, okay, you know, the physical reaction you're having is separate from your thoughts. Like you can control this by just not, feeding into it with your thoughts like mm-hmm. done this to yourself You've yeah done I feel like I've said it on our Instagram story I feel like I've said it in previous episodes like distraction like a yeah. plus a plus painting your nails yeah well actually yeah that's a good one they say any coloring anything that causes you to I mean medit- yoga meditation like anything that causes you to I don't slow know. down it may not help everyone focus would be really harmful for people who get weirdly like claustrophobic but i love a good like hug <laughs> or like yeah. uh, or a way to drive it feeling yeah, that's what i was gonna say yeah yeah because i already feel like i just like curl up at a ball mm-hmm. so like i don't know having something like keeping me ground i don't know i don't know what it is the weight of something feels like a hug yeah <laughs> we can't hug anyone these days Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, buy a weighted blanket. Everyone laughed when I bought a weighted blanket, but <laughs> who's laughing now? Yeah. Um, um something else uh that you said and I wanted to touch on a little bit just because I mean, who knows? Maybe someone will listen to this and it will resonate with them. And I want to talk about it because I don't know really that many people who have suffered from trichotillomania. <laughs> And I don't know. I don't know why I said it like that. It's just a weird name. But it just made me think of like (laughs) that. Suck your eyebrows. Like 
for years. All right, all right. So for anyone Sorry. that's never heard of trichotillomania, let me like not, here. Not, um, let me do a quick Google to see like what it actually says it is. All right. It's when you can't stop picking it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, aka hair pulling disorder. Um, it's considered an obsessive compulsive and related disorders. I think it's an anxiety disorder. Um, basically they say it involves recurrent irresistible urges to pull hair from the scalp, eyebrows, eyelids, and other areas of the body. Some people, I guess this is, I don't know if this is supposed to be just for hair. I've heard of people who pull it like their skin. Um, pretty much. Yeah. I started doing that like. In the ninth grade, I started pulling out hair from like behind my head. Like you were, yeah. Like, I would pull chunks of my hair. Too. What'd you say? You were picking your split ends too. No, no, no. It started. No, that's what I still do now. Oh. <laughs> it oh start when it started. I pulled out chunks of my hair, and I had like for so long, all like the bottom of my hair was like it took so long for like it to grow in. Um, Because I would pull chunks of my hair. And, like, I used to, like, it was really embarrassing. Like, I used to leave class with, like, clumps of hair around my desk. Anyway, um, somehow. Did you you say something to somebody about this? Like. No, I don't think so. Like, what did you think? Like, or you just were, like, so you just couldn't stop doing it that you just did. You were, like. I really don't know. I feel like I've tried to. I mean, like, it's still something I suffer from, like uh like a decade later (laughs) um yeah so at some point like it kind of went from pulling to like now I just kind of pick at my split ends um there was a time yeah when I took the SATs I like had no eyebrows after because I I, I used to have to put my hair in like a like braided buns so I wouldn't pick at it um and so yeah one SAT I really picked up my eyebrows but my eyebrows have suffered for a long time um i still literally i still pick out my eyebrows actually i i i I still do i know i do i was doing it earlier i literally at the beginning of this podcast it's it's so much it's so much better now and so much less than since we've been home i've been doing it a lot less but yeah it's something i still do it's just kind of just like a mindless thing like people bite their nails like you know whatever Um, i bite the inside of my lip yeah so it's definitely gotten better um i don't really know like i've never actually been diagnosed with it um but like what like you do? <laughs> like I feel like if you, I don't watch, know that there's anything else that it is. <laughs> you can pretty much like. If somebody oh wants to tell me, I don't have it. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Mental illness that you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't really know what to do with. You'd be like, why am I doing this? Yeah. So maybe you have something really weird that you do. It's cool. I do it too. <laughs> I'm just and so the point of this episode can I marry you maybe you have something new you do that's yeah. cool I do too <laughs> yeah I mean the point of this episode is to normalize mental illness that's what I want to do I want to normalize it I want to remove the stigma I mean whatever if you think I'm crazy and I'm weird that I pull my hair fine I'm crazy yeah, whatever it is what it is and like I don't know. I'm I'm just I feel like I'm a generally open person. I don't mind just saying these kinds of things. You know what's funny? I like like we record this and it's just a chat between us two because I don't think one anyone listens, but I really am more open on this than I am like really otherwise. What do you mean? Oh, on our podcast than you are anywhere else? Yeah. 
No, like I like I feel like I meet someone and I'm like, yeah. So I had a panic attack last week, and like I'm not saying it because I'm saying it because like it happened last week. You know, I I don't. I feel like I'm like too. I think I'm like too open. I know. <laughs> well, it's something I I want to become even like more open. Which some people maybe they're like, Brooke, shut up. But like I listen to some <laughs> podcasts and people like it's so weird to me when people are so like open about some of their traumas. I guess like yeah. I mean, maybe they've been through a lot of therapy. I really haven't been through that much therapy. I'd love to go through more, but it's expensive. Um, and <laughs> like, and like, so I'm not there yet. Like, I feel like I can talk about my anxiety pretty normally now. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, I feel like good for people that are super open. I'd like to be more like you. Yeah, I just, I mean, I mean, with that comes me growing older and just caring very much less what people think. So. Yeah, that's that's my. It's weird because I feel like when I'm talking to somebody, I'm an open book. But like, in terms of, like, I won't like. I don't share a lot on social media, and I'm not like a. I feel weird if I ever am like sharing something on. What was there's something the other week where. We were talking about this with the corona, like you just being diagnosed. You felt weird. Oh yeah, I like posted something because I. Um, the main thing we talked about this oh oh so never mind so like refer to the last episode if you want to know what the quote was but yeah I get anxious doing stuff like that and that freaks me out and I don't like that and I think it's because it's like it's permanent and it's like on there and I'm just I'm always like (laughs) what do you mean if you put something on your Instagram story it's only there 24 hours no but like it's there I know I was just making a joke if you put something on the internet it's there forever don't be stupid I know it's out there and I don't know I just don't I don't and you're like broadcasting it to like people who probably like don't give a shit and I just it feels like performative and I don't Mm -hmm. I think that's like you're so right it's like you want to be especially like I feel bad for people who like you know actually have a platform like you want to be real by like being honest but then people are like but then like it's like you're asking for attention like it's kind of like or or, like you don't like the real version of you and like that's okay but but they're like that's okay but then like it's also like kind of not okay because like then you have thousands of people like in your messages saying you suck and like you could be the strongest person in the world and that could really suck so Mm. I just I feel like I I have such a terrible like or I don't even have a relationship with it I just have like no relationship because I just don't want to deal with either version of that I want like me like I want to ex- exist without like other people watching all the time because I I don't know why I I don't it just freaks me out it's it's really weird we can you know and and oh well I mean, I guess that kind of goes along with mental health, too, because social media can be really bad for that. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep yourself in check. You got to right. get off TikTok. Everybody get off TikTok. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good for you. It knows what you want and it knows what you like. It keeps you on there and it's just doing it for your attention. And your attention is better spent, like, I don't know, educating your ass and reading a book or doing a puzzle. I don't know find something else watch friends i don't know like i just i can't <laughs> my screen my screen time has been down the last few weeks and that's me i'm gonna get off my soapbox now but. well do you have any closing thoughts on mental illness um 
My thought is if you can afford it and you want to learn more about yourself and you, you know, maybe have issues, maybe don't have issues, therapy is awesome. Even though I don't go to it, maybe I will eventually and I'll tell you guys about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think maybe spend some time reflecting on, let's all spend some time reflecting on letting ourselves be okay and trying to deal with whatever this crap is we're dealing with and just trying to be there for each other. I think that's kind of important, even though we hate Zooming with everyone. I won't actually hate Zooming with, with my friends if they need me. So reach out to your friends. Yes, reach out to your friends. Um, I also wanted to quickly, um, I just looked uh, up my Amazon orders from last year uh, when I was feeling really anxious and depressed and I had started seeking therapy. Some books that I had ordered that I would recommend. One is by David Clark. It's called The Anxiety and Worry Workbook, The Cognitive Behavioral Solution. And it was like a really good workbook that um, I mean, had a lot of like lessons about cognitive behavioral therapy um, and then also a lot of different prompts and exercises um, that you can personalize to you. So um, I definitely recommend that. And then the two other books I read were um, both like memoirs. I think I might have mentioned them before. One is Option B by Sheryl Sandberg and the other is Before Happiness by Sean Aker. Um, those helped me during those rough times. Um, so if you're going through a rough time, I recommend those. Um, yeah, talk to a therapist, read, uh, Google. Yeah. I recommend Bukowski. What is that? <laughs> it's just, it's a poet. It's oh. kind of funny. It's going to be both gay, but it's fun. <laughs> I also want to give some quick recs. So while I do that, think if you have any recs. Um, I just bought The Testaments, uh, which is the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. I'm only like 50 pages in and it's freaking amazing. Highly recommend it already. Hope it doesn't um, somehow like blow up and suck. Um, the second thing, I pre-ordered the prequel for The Hunger Games and I am hype. I am so excited to read it. Hunger Games was super cool when I read it like in the 10th grade and it's still was- probably super cool. I'm looking at my bookcase because I'm looking for recommendations, and I was half listening when you said Testament, and I was like, "Are you?" I really thought you were talking about the Bible. Yeah, read the Bible. I heard the news better than the old. Just kidding. Um, I literally, I was. <laughs> I grew up Catholic. We read both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get that shit off my podcast. Also, um, right now watch oh i just literally before we recorded this podcast finished waco which was a netflix documentary which one made me just like i mean like i know it's like partially fictionalized but just made me like extra upset about the government (laughs) again (laughs) (laughs) uh no no it's like no it's it's based on a true story it was it's like has nothing really i mean whatever look it up i was like watch it i need to stop with the government shit because no. i was talking about gerrymandering yesterday at lunch like i need to calm down <laughs> the other thing i'm watching um if you need a laugh i guess about crap is american vandal which is old er um but i'm just watching it now and it's a satire about penises and it's funny okay i honestly haven't been watching you're like yet. what like that's really not like it's <laughs> <laughs> if there's more to it than that but it's on netflix just look it up um <laughs> uh i literally i'm i 
don't know why I have nothing. That's I fine. Because I, I really hope that we can record for next week, too. That would be great if we could just start being consistent like, you again. Read your book in a week. You got me. <laughs> you got another thing coming. Girl. That's what I'm saying. Like, I put Rex out, like, so maybe hold off so we have Oh, Rex. well, I, um, I started Dune, which is really good. What's that on? You got to learn about the platform. Sci-fi? sci-fi? It's, a it's a book. It's a book. Oh, it's a book. Oh, it's a sci-fi book. It's not on sci-fi. No, no, no. It's not on sci-fi. <laughs> Oh, okay. there's a movie though. Apparently, it's really cheesy, and my dad actually has it on a burnt onto like a DVD, and okay. he gave it to me today. So, um, but for those of you who don't know, it's gonna be a movie at the end of the year. It'll be a sick ass movie. Um, if movie theaters are open. Well, oh wait, yeah, can I, I do a quick rant? Oh no! <laughs> sure, why not? No, About movie no. theaters. About movie theaters. No, nah, we'll just end it. Oh. Okay, just go for it. Just no, it's not even about movie theaters. I'm, what is this about? I don't need to go down a hole. <laughs> what is it? Don't just get, like give me like. I'll a tell five you offline. Minutes. I'll tell you offline. Okay, Robert. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm reading that. That's pretty good. Um, I'm reading a book about real estate investing, and I'm not giving you. So it's not boring. I'm actually interested in it, but I feel boring saying that. So please just act like I didn't say that. Um, that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing else. Uh, I watched another time since we since we last recorded. Shocker. I just get sad, and I'm like, well. We'll pretend to be a Marxist. Let's pretend okay, to live in 1918 with the influenza. It's not, what? Brooke, the Little Women is not set in 1918. Yeah, 1800s, right? It's before that. Louisa Brooke, May Alcott. It's Civil War. Civil War? Yes. It's literally like a whole part of the movie. Their dad is fighting in the Civil War. Does that happen in the book? Okay. I can't. I can't. I literally I remember their mom, dad was gone like recoiled yeah because he was in the war like literally the mother leaves and Joe shaves her head so that she can leave to go see him because he gets hurt in the war <laughs> right yeah I remember that part okay see you know you got that's this is why you gotta see the movie because you gotta see it all happen in sequence you have to see it and it helps p- commit it more to memory okay well thank you um, love you. Good love myself. Thanks. What are what is what do you love about yourself today? Oh, um, I feel like there's a lot of things. So, okay. uh, I did my best. <laughs> Everything today. Um, I put my hair in this really cute hair half up half down look that i'm loving Ooh, send me a snap uh, put it on okay. the story put it on the insta story i use my retinol show your face on the insta story all right fine i will um i use my retinol today i was check nice out our skincare app i was nice to my mom today uh, i ran eight miles today which i haven't done in a while so that's cool what else do you love what else do I love about myself? What did I, I read today? We recorded this podcast today. How productive oh, yeah, are yeah, we? We got back. We came back. We came we back. We abandoned 
the no, what do we call her? What's our what's the name of our fan base? We don't have I don't know. Someone come up with a name. Huh? Um <laughs> right, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> um what else do I love about myself today? I washed my hair yesterday. <laughs> oh, I finally shaved my armpits. Oh. Like I no no, like from March 13th when this shit happened till like literally 3 days ago, I didn't shave my armpits That's and insane. they were really long. And it honestly wasn't for any reason. Like I just I was like I'm just going to let it let myself go because I don't have to, you know, stick to like this strict ass schedule where I have to see people every single day. Like this is great. Like probably like most people did at first. And then my mom made a comment about how hairy they were. And I was like, well, she made it's you, just she feel insecure. No, I, I just got defensive about it. And then I had to keep up with the defense. Like I felt connected to it once it came out of my mouth. I was like, you know, it's just the beauty standard, right? Like, why do you think that it's gross? You don't think that it's gross. You're just taught to think that it's gross. It's not actually gross. It's just natural. You just grow hair. It's not like you're supposed to shave it. It's not, nobody's telling you you have to shave it. It's not a law. And <laughs> she was like, oh my God, shut your mouth. And I just felt like I had to keep going with it because I had dug so myself. So you went on like you went on the the strike. Yeah, I went. I went on this thing, and then I, I oh, then the other day it was really hot out, and I went to go run in the sports bra, and I was like, all right, but I you got had hairy it. armpits. Yeah, so I did it, and I didn't do it because somebody told me to. I didn't do it because of the man. I did it because <laughs> I. You don't have to justify why you shaved your armpits. It's not because I know it's not for a man. It's It's not because of feminine (laughs) standards. It's not because of the government. It's because I love myself. Okay, well, on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what is that noise? I I recoiled, like my whole body just curled up. Alright. Bye. Good night, everybody. Come San Francisco. Do the move. Do you have an outro? Is that a thing? Do the move. What is that from? <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're getting to a point where like nobody's gonna understand this anymore. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>